there. I'm Kristen Clark, the owner and CEO and mom boss of this little brand, Sincerely Living. I created this podcast after having a lot of you guys reach out to me asking questions about our life, how I run a business, curious about that military lifestyle, what it's like to have four boys, and so much more. But starting a podcast scared me. I don't know anything about the podcast world, but I ripped off the band-aid and I'm doing it anyway. I had listened to podcasts, but I have never heard one that wasn't incredibly polished and super professional. But here's the thing. I don't have a studio. I don't have professional equipment. And you're going to hear my kids in the background because this is what life with kids is like. And that is okay. I make mistakes. I stumble over my words and my kids will often join this podcast at complete random just because they need a snack. I invite you to join this journey with me because you are loved and you are always welcome here. Okay. Hey guys, I am here today on our podcast doing a really fun episode with a girlfriend of mine, Miss Hannah. Um, Hannah and I have been friends for, I don't even know how many years now. Since high school, junior high, maybe, I guess. A while. Yes. Not super close. We mm-hmm. kind of ran our own way, not intentionally, not um, maliciously by any means, but we've come back together, which is great, and I'm so happy that you're here. Me too. Well, good. Thanks for having me. So again, this is Hannah Shaw, and Hannah, what do you do? So I'm a mom, a coach's wife, and uh, I kind of stumbled upon a health education and health advocate, kind of like a health advocate about two years ago. And so I've kind of molded myself into that world Yeah. Um, while raising my kids. Yeah. And you have two. Two girls. Two girls. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about girls <laughs> other than they're girls. <laughs> yes. And how old are they? They are six and four. Oh, okay. So kindergarten yet or no? First grade oh and first grade preschool. And preschool. Um, so you kind of molded yourself into the health and wellness arena. Was that because of something that happened? Like did one of your kiddos get sick or were you just like, you know what, I'm sick of eating crap? That's a really good question. So actually, I feel like kind of the way that we started talking again was over social media probably and meeting at an event and um so mind you a health and wellness wellness event (laughs) event. shocker yes (laughs) and um I was watching my friend from college on social media and we had just moved to the St. Louis area after quitting my full-time job as an academic advisor I was lost and um, our family, actually, we were floating two houses at the same time. Oh my gosh. So, yes. So, I was waiting tables in St. Louis. Doing what you had to do. Exactly. And feeling very lost and confused and just trying to get by every month. Yeah. Um, and so, actually, the exact same month that we sold our house that was eight hours away... I started um, a a shake mix that my friend was selling. Yeah. And I was really excited about it because... Like you you started drinking it? Just as a customer. Just a customer. Okay. Yep. Okay. Started as a customer with my friend and I was excited about it because... My husband, who's a basketball coach, he had always, you know... He's very health conscious. Very health conscious. Had always been drinking, like, protein shakes and stuff. And he was running out. It was just a very fluid um, kind of next step situation for us. Yeah. And my friend was like, your kids can drink it. Of course, I had had this other shake mix from Aldi that, like, had creatine and kind of some weird stuff in Mm -hmm. it. And it specifically says... Do not let your kids drink it. If you're breastfeeding or nursing, you cannot eat it. And so I thought, I don't know. I think that was just the first moment where I was like, 
if you can't eat it when you're pregnant or breastfeeding and you can't give it to your children, then why would you want why, to eat it? Why would anybody either? want to? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so when my friend said, this shake mix is different, it's 15 different plants, yeah. your, your kids can eat it. Aren't plants amazing? Yes. I know. <laughs> you know me. I love my plants. Yes. Um, I kill all house plants. So if you ever want to send me a gift, do not send me a house plant. I won't. But I will happily take a bundle of carrots and some onions and, you know, all the things from the garden. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we added that those 15 plants into our lives and um, really just like making chocolate pudding and simple things. And, Wait, yeah, so I started with mix? this shake mix. So mm-hmm. is this what, what you're using now? Same company? Yes. Which is? Um, it's Juice Plus. Juice, so it's, Which is clearly more than just juice. Yep. Which, the name is deceiving. It is, right? Because I, I would have thought when our mutual friend invited me to this little health summit that was going on, she said, oh, I'm with Juice Plus. And I was like, so you just drink juice, juice and <laughs> shakes all day? Like, and she goes, no, we have gummies, we have tablets, we have all the things and I was like but where's the juice (laughs) right I felt really silly for saying that um anyway so I'm very sorry to all of you in juice plus who oh that's okay uh, maybe offended by the fact that I thought it was all just juice (laughs) that's okay I think it's pretty common (laughs) I I think I was probably a rare case of someone who started with the shake mix first okay um but what's really cool is like I said it has 15 different plants in it and within about 30 days, my husband's eczema started cl- to clear up just yeah. by drinking the shakes. Yeah. And before that, I mean, seriously, our family was already pretty healthy. We were mm-hmm. drinking green smoothies yeah. and eating really pretty well. Yeah. Um, but adding those extra plants just was a game changer for him. And so my friend said... Well, if his body's responding that well to just the shake mix, I can only imagine what his body would do with another 20 to 30 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, which is what Juice Plus is, and the rest is history. So really, it was me as a fan, a customer, yeah, and I think it's kind of similar to your oil story where you just felt like you had an obligation to share it with other people. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I really felt like if this has helped us, and I had so many friends that were asking me, you know, why my kids are so healthy, or, um, you know, we had influenza in our home last year, and why my kid literally got over it in 24 hours, went from like, you know, dead as a doornail with influenza to happy as a clam, totally fine the next day. You know, people start asking you questions. What are you doing? And then you know, you start with talking about, well, what are you eating? You know, what does your gut health look like? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, we integrated oils, but we also eat really clean and are very conscious of what we put in our bodies. Um, and that reflects in how your body responds, you know. So when you've got really good gut health and gut flora, you actually, um, when you get the stomach bug and it causes you to throw up or have diarrhea, um, you recover from it a lot quicker because you have those really good enzymes that go to work and they clean out all the crud, literally. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so um, it was, it was yeah, very much like, I mean, I loved it. Why doesn't everybody else know about this? And I feel like that was kind of you too. Like you're like, well, this worked great for my husband and I can give it to my kids and it's totally safe. Like why doesn't everybody else know about this? Right. So yeah. I mean, there's so many other people that have our common issues that it just seemed like a no-brainer to share it with other people. Right. Um, So, And I think that's kind of my personality, too. I was hesitant to share, like, sell something, Yeah, you didn't want to seem salesy and and Mm -hmm. fall into the quote-unquote typical MLM Mm -hmm. umbrella, which I feel like has changed dramatically. Thank heavens. Um, But, But I think for me it was, like, I was so on fire about what I had in my hands that I had to share. I didn't care what anybody thought at that point, which I think is um, a game changer for a lot of people when they get to that point. So, yeah, yeah, so the rest is history. We started with the capsules, which, again, has 20, 30 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables in them. And, I mean, when you add that many extra plants to your 
daily routine, even yeah. for when my kids. So when we started, that was when they were two and four. Yeah. So they're I mean, not eating a ton of crap at yeah, that point. Yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same time, what does your two-year-old eat? Like yeah. apples and bananas and oranges right, and grapes. Right, the typical, yeah. Right. And so if you can cram kale and broccoli into a gummy and they'll actually eat and it. And they'll eat it, yeah. Genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I will say our four-year-old, we had, um, so I make this, uh, it's a an organic gluten-free pasta dish, whatever, but it has roasted vegetables and roasted Brussels sprouts in it and my four-year-old had like three helpings of it last night and I'm like I'm calling that a win right I'm calling it a win I mean it was delicious but yeah um that's not typical of most people I feel like that cross both of our paths Mm -hmm. their kids might be picky eaters or they themselves are picky eaters and helping them realize that you know coming away from that lifestyle can make major changes in your inflammatory response, in your cognitive responses, um, in your cardiovascular health even. It's pretty impressive clinically what your body responds to when you move to more plants or a strictly plant-based diet. I know um, a lot of people don't go strictly plant-based, and that's fine. Um, But even just adding those extra plants and adding those extra nutrients in makes a world of difference. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to get sick less often? Yes. I mean, really. So, yeah, I think that's pretty incredible. Um, So you were, from being a customer for how long? About 30 days? Before Um, you were like, nope, I'm in. Like, everybody needs to know. I would say that I... It was probably a couple months, maybe more like three months, okay. that I actually decided to get on board and start sharing. And it might have, give or take, a couple months. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So your husband then mm-hmm. was sort of your guinea pig I yes. mean, in, in testing this out. Um, he's apparently on board and loves it. How did, how did that conversation go when you approached him and said, I would like to do this as my side hustle? And maybe have it be my full-time hustle. What was his response? I think he was on board. I mean, especially with that big change in our lives with having a mortgage plus a house that we were, or an apartment that we were renting. Finances were really hard. And so the idea of making the average, you know, three to $600 a month, which is what yeah. most, um, most side hustles. Yeah, yeah. Side hustle. Yeah. is usually, yeah. Three to 600. That was a game changer for us. Yeah. And so he was like, well, if you can offset the cost of our own product, because we know that we're probably going to be using yeah. these products forever anyway, yeah. it makes sense to share and get a profit off of yeah. it. Yeah. And so I, I don't, I don't think he ever questioned that at all. That's good. But how do you manage being a mom, being present with your kids, and having a business? I think I try to focus on including them in the business as much as possible. Um, So just simple things that we do throughout the week. Um, Oh, like you do live videos, and I see your kiddos helping you make, what did you make the other day? Was it muffins or something? Um, Probably. Or there was like a shake. There was a couple things in there. Yes. Energy balls and... um, That's what it was. Especially my younger one, Avery. She's four. And so Harmony is in school most of the time when we do those. But Avery loves to help. She always says she's my helper in the kitchen. what a great way to get her in the kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it just... I think, first of all, it's way more fun to watch a four-year-old in a live video than it is oh, yeah. a 30-something-year-old yes. mom. <laughs> yes. And yes. Um, and she enjoys doing it, too. I feel like she's learning a lot. Yeah, those are life skills that she's learning. Yes. Yeah. And then um, just different times in my business where I am going towards goals, I try to focus those goals towards something that's in it for them as well. So, yeah, no, that's great. Yes. So, for example, one of my um, big promotions that I was going for last year, if I were to get that promotion, then my bonus was going to help me pay for bunk beds for the girls. Oh, that's sweet. And yes. Yeah. And so then they had something going for it. Yeah. So when we got the goal, 
Yeah. They were like, yay, bunk beds. beds. Yeah. But then they can see that mommy works really hard. Exactly. To make that happen. And it's not that bunk beds just fall out of the sky. Sure. Um, Which I feel like... You'll see this more as your kids get older, but you'll you'll experience the well. Sally has this, and Sarah has this, and it's like okay, well that's great. You know, Sally's mom is a full time working mom making a ton of money, and her dad is a full time dad and or full time you know working dad, and you know their combined income allows them to have that. Mm -hmm. But in an eight year old's mind or a ten year old's mind, they don't understand that. So when you bring them in. And you teach them, like, look at what mommy has to do. And this is what I think is really cool is we live in a society now where you can be a mom and stay home and you can teach your girls that you don't have to go out and get a nine to five to do what you love and be happy and make money. And change the world. And change the world. I mean, really, it's really empowering because I'm not sure what your mom did. But probably not stay-at-home working mom teaching you all those things. But my mom went out and worked once I got into school. And I just lived on the assumption I graduate high school, I go to college, and then I go get my 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. And then I complain about it <laughs> because that's, that's what everybody does. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so I know for me, having boys that are a little bit older than your – my two older are a little bit older, I should say, than your girls – they're so excited. Like when they're like, oh, mom, you're doing a podcast. Can I come in? Can I do this? Can I see this? Can I be a part of it? Because for them, not only is it cool, and it's, I mean, seeing the little squiggly lines is cool, Mm -hmm. but this is how mommy makes money. And this is how you afford to go to soccer camp and to go and do these things. And, you know, when you go to your nine to five, your kids don't always see that. So I think, I think that's really cool that we live in in that society and in the times that we do now. I think it's really empowering um, mm-hmm. for your girls and that it's exciting that they're excited about it. Yes. I mean, every day is a different day. So yeah. <laughs> it depends on, on what we're doing. But, um, and yeah, like, so I said my husband coaches. So when he's recruiting, then I try my best to find ways that can incorporate his recruiting schedule or his traveling schedule with yeah with events that I can do as well. And so I can work while I'm traveling with him. Yeah. That's incredible. And that's kind of the best of both worlds, really. So is that what brought you into the Kansas City area when we met up again, I guess, a few, what was that, about four or five months ago? Was um, it really that long I think ago? it was either, was it August? I don't know. I feel like it was just last week, but I know it wasn't. <laughs> I can't remember, but... Um, I think I specific I just specifically went for that event. For that event, okay. but there are definitely times where I'm able to just travel when he is um, recruiting or working. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's so fun. So you have your own business, which I would love for you to go ahead and plug that right now. Do you have your own website, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you've got? The mic is yours. Please plug it so people can find you. Sure. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Hannah Bell Shaw is my Instagram. Hannah Shaw is my Facebook. Um, that's probably the easiest way to, to contact me. And I talk all health, wellness. I'm trying to get into the fitness, but I'm still struggling with that a little bit. And we just kind of share our life as a coaching family, girl mom. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Now, in terms of fitness, do you struggle, like, actually getting up and going and working out? Or is it more like, I don't know if anybody really wants to see me work out, so I won't do a video on that. I think I'm in the stage of my life where I'm trying to find my favorite activity. Oh, sure. Yeah. So right now, I'm, well, I'm, I'm recovering from a rib injury, so oh, I'm, no. I'm just kind of walking. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dare this, I ask what you did? I had a cold and I coughed. You coughed. <laughs> Yes. I know it's not cool at all. I don't have Welcome like to being in your thirties, right? You sneeze ah. and all of a sudden you throw a vertebrae. I know. My husband always says the Jesus age. Once you, once you get past thirty three, yeah, you're just twer- Yep, it's, it's down. So, <laughs> yeah, um, not not an exciting story. So I'm recovering from that. So I don't. I can't really do a lot of twisting right now. But yeah. 
Yeah. I love to walk outside in the wilderness, um, uh, biking. So my husband and I, we live really close to Forest Park in St. Louis. Okay. So we can actually ride our bikes to Forest Park. Which is Park. a very safe area of St. Louis, by the way. For yes. those of you that are like, ooh, St. Louis. Um, no, that's a very... Very nice area, very safe area. Yeah. Yes, and the um, the acreage is actually larger than um, New York City. Really? What's the name of the park? Central Park. Central Park. It's is larger. It really? It's larger than Central Park. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. It's beautiful. So we can we're struggling in that stage of like our kids being able to ride with us. So we kind of yeah. have to just go one at a time right now. Yeah. When they were smaller, we could take them in a trailer. Yeah. But they're too big for that. They're too big for that, and no <laughs> one wants to tow no. that. No. <laughs> and yoga, I think, but I, I can't really do yoga right now with it, with the twisting. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think true. that's the only reason why I struggle is just trying to find my favorite activity. What do you like to do? physically um for exercise I have always been a runner I have been a distance runner since probably fifth grade honestly and I will never forget being in middle school and uh the the it used to be that the PE coach was also the track coach Mm -hmm. now I think they actually have a dedicated somebody but um anyway our PE coach knew that I ran and you know you have to do your um you're not time trials, but your athletic ability, skills, tests, whatever they call that in the PE world mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year and the end of the year. So she could see, you know, at the beginning of the year, like I didn't have a problem running a mile. Like I, that's just kind of me. And she said, I really want you to run cross country. I loved cross country. Um, sort of. I say that there was a little hesitation in there. I mean, I loved it. Because it's different than running on just the pavement and, you know, the sidewalks. Because you're running, you know, up and down hills and dirt trails and all sorts of different terrain. And so that made it really fun. But I didn't like the um, the competitive nature where I'm competing against another school. I like to compete against myself. And I compete really hard against myself. And um, I can really beat myself up, you know. If I know I can do better, I didn't push myself as hard as I knew I probably could have. Um, and then she told me, you really should do track, you know, in the spring. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And she's like, you'd be great. You should be a sprinter. And I was like, no, what part of distance running says she'd be a great sprinter? Nothing, nothing. And so she put me in one track meet as a sprinter, failed miserably, failed miserably. I don't know. I'm sure I finished, but it had to have been like dead last. And then, um, I think I think it was either for her own humor or torture on my behalf. I'm not sure. But Probably she both. put me in <laughs> hurdles. I'm, I literally stopped growing in fifth grade. So I'm five feet tall. These forking hurdles are three and a half feet tall. I am not hurdling these things. <laughs> anyway, every single one came down. I came down dead last. And she was Aww. like, nope, she's, she's done. <laughs> so I never did track again. Um... And like those are people that compete really, really hard against other competitors. And I have a huge respect for that. I compete really hard against myself. Um, so I love running. That being said, you can't always go outside and run. You know, mm-hmm. we live in Kansas and it was 60 degrees yesterday and it's 30 degrees today and cold and blustery and just, I don't, I don't want to go out in it. And so, um, I really got into biking, like indoor biking. And so I told my husband, I was like, for Christmas, I want a Peloton. And then, of course, you know, the whole um, Christmas commercial debacle over the Peloton where the husband gets the wife the bike. And anyway, my husband got me a bike. And I'm okay with because it. Because you asked for because it. Because I asked for it. That's and a I'm good excited. Husband. <laughs> and um, I really enjoy it. And what's great is... If I just want to hop on it and do, like, a trail ride for fun, I can. If I want to compete and do a live class, I can. If I want to do yoga, I can literally link it to our TV, and you can do yoga right there in your living room. You can do weightlifting. You can do breath and strength training. You could, you know, link it to your phone and go out for a run, and it tracks all of that. So it's more than just a stationary bike. And so I like that aspect of it, too, because... I, I don't always want to get on a bike. I want to do something different from time to time. And so yes. those are things I really enjoy. Um, for a while, I loved bar classes. 
my biggest frustration was I like working out first thing in the morning. And when you look at like the um, statistics behind working out first thing in the morning versus working out in the afternoon, it's actually a lot better for your body in terms of uh, maintaining muscle mass and losing um, fat, if that's what you're into. Yeah. Because it's first thing in the morning and your ligaments are nice and stretched out and relaxed and so you actually get a better, stronger workout. Whereas in the evening, it's more of a stress-reducing type of a workout. Okay. Which is also something our body needs. But if your goal is more muscle and you need more of a morning workout. My husband goes to work and he leaves for work at like 5.15, 5.30 because he's in the office by 6.00. Well, the earliest bar class starts at 5.30. And so I'd have to leave my house at 5, 5.15, and I'd have to have a sitter here in the morning. And it just, it really didn't work out. So I started going in the evenings. Um, but one of their last classes was at like 6 o'clock. So I was racing to get the kids home from school and dinner made and then out the door to my class. And by the time I got back, I mean, they were getting in bed, and it was just really chaotic. And so I enjoyed it, but for the overall health of our family, it just it wasn't working that and it was very expensive um i completely understand why they charge what they do because their instructors are phenomenal and worth every single penny but for where i'm at in the season of life i'm at i need more of an at home kind of a thing and so we actually figured out how much it would be to get a gym membership with the ability to have the kids go with us versus just getting a bike and it was so much cheaper over the course of a year to just get the bike and pay for the Peloton app than it would be to have a gym membership or, you know, do anything like that. So that's what I really enjoy, but it's been a process and I still love to go out and run. I just, I don't want to do it when it's 30 degrees Mm -hmm. and 20 mile an hour winds. I love (laughs) that, that you found something that works for you. I mean, yeah. In the end, whatever you actually do is what's best. Right. I mean, if you can move your body in some way, 30 Mm -hmm. minutes a day, you're doing so much for your physical health, your mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to mention, you've got kids. What are you, what are you showing your kids? You might not even be talking to them, but what are you showing them? Um, Because they pick up, you know this, they pick up more on what they see than what they hear. Although they pick up on what they hear too. Let's be real. Like, they do. And then they repeat it. Yes. At the most inopportune time. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, hopefully you heal and recover quickly. Thank um, you. I know. I feel yeah. like every day I'm getting better. So that's that's good. Yeah. I have so many plants in me that, you know. Yeah, there you go. You're doing <laughs> great. Heal. You're doing great. So in terms of your business, how long have you... Um, been, I guess, I don't want to say working your business, but really working your business. I would say two years. Okay. I've been actively working my business. Okay. And do you ever take, you know, moments where you're like, you know what, I got to put this on the back burner for, you know, the next few weeks because I've got all these other things going on. Do you ever do that? Or are you just like, nope, I'm a hundred percent in because there's people that will hole up in an office as though they were going to an office and work their business in that regard. So where do you lie in that? I think what the beauty is of of having your own business is that you can have those seasons of life where you have ebbs and flows. And so right now, um, I'm maintaining my business right now. Yeah. Um, I would love to say that I am growing. Um, but I think I think there's just those moments in life where, um, you can stop and pause and really work on yourself. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I am right now. Yeah. Trying to find where I am, uh, in my business, in my life, in family. What's really exciting is just in November was the last month that I worked at the restaurant. Um, and so, yes. And so that was a really big deal. And, and I've just been kind of in a soul searching mode for the past month. Of just trying to figure out, okay, what's my schedule now? Yeah. Where where do I do all the things? Yeah. So, yes, yeah. I'm kind of in a transition, I think. Yeah, but that's um, so good. It's such a good thing. And that's so exciting. That's, I've been working for that for a really long time. So yeah. um, I feel like maybe that's why I feel a little bit confused on where I am. It's just because my... Yeah. My but schedule's if changing. If you're not confused and you're not questioning things, like, are you really growing? 
It's a good point. I, I mean, like it. It's like, you know, people say if um, if your life makes sense to everybody else, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. I mean, you're you're not growing. You're not doing what you're intending upon whatever your major goal is. And I think that that's probably where you're sitting too. We're like, you know what? My life doesn't make sense to the outside world, but I'm okay with that because I'm in a phase of growth. Yes. And I love that. I love that. Um, what sort of opposition have you ever had in your business? I mean, let's be honest. It's social media. Like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I've had some friends. Normally, it's not directly towards me. It's often someone speaking to someone else, and then I hear later on what mm. ha- you know. So it's not like they're directly talking like to through me. Through the grapevine, kind so of thing. and so oh. said this kind of thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Because we're twelve year olds. Because now. we're twelve. <laughs> but I'll get the comments of um, she is showing up on social media so much more than she used to. Which is uh, that a bad? Thing? I don't think so. Okay. Um, because now I'm her, questioning. Like, right. <laughs> oh crud! What is the acceptable amount of who knows showing up? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I've had a couple people say that they, they've unfollowed me. Not Again, nothing direct, but friend of a friend. Sure. Um, just, you know, some haters. And, yeah. and I, I, again, if, there, if, there's, if you don't have any haters, then you're not doing anything right. worth, like, living worth for. Worth its weight, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I feel like I get fueled by those haters. Yes. And yes. I, I don't want to say that in a negative way, no. but it's just like, okay, you just watch me then because mm-hmm. I'm going to keep living my life mm-hmm. and obviously I'm not sharing for you. Mm-hmm. This is for someone else. Oh, when you're ready. When I'm you're ready. Here. Obviously, I made a wave enough for you to know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep on sharing. Yeah. And I am at a point in my business where I feel like, um, or maybe my confidence, I don't know, that um, if I can change one person's life because of what I'm sharing, mm-hmm. then I've I've done my deed yeah. for the day. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I think that's been the biggest hurdle is overcoming those haters. Yeah, because you can take it personally. Yes. And, you know, it's got to the point where, you know, my husband and I have talked about, do I share things on my personal social media or Mm -hmm. do I take it away to a personal group or all of that and and Mm -hmm. this may change but right now I felt like I'm able to impact more people's lives by just sharing it on my personal page yeah yeah um and if you don't like what I post, then yeah. unfollow me. You can me. silence me. You can. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Or it maybe. It was your choice to friend me more than likely. And sure. Yeah. And nothing is ever really all that negative. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally sharing fruits and vegetables in a capsule. It's not right. like I'm right. and we're on the side of the street. And we're making energy bars, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not anything malicious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when I really break it down and remind myself, like, okay, what are they so offended by? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's really to, not about me then. You so. have to always come back to the fact that no matter what they're saying that's negative, it's never a reflection of what you're doing. It's a reflection of what's on their heart mm-hmm. and what they're going through internally. And think think about the amount of energy it takes to perform one act of unkindness. Think about that. It's incredible. I mean, they mentally had to think about what was going was upsetting them then they had to verbally express that in some form whether it was through direct message or you know a a post or an email or whatever and then they live in that negativity waiting for you to reply right like that's so negative and that takes so much energy and what I think a lot of people don't realize is that those, that negative energy actually lowers your vibration. And those people are often the people that are more sick and more ill more often. Um, if you look at the people that are really well and really healthy, 
you know, as a human race, we, we resonate in megahertz. You know this. And when you live in a state of positivity and gratitude and thankfulness, you actually resonate at a higher level of megahertz. And that in turn is rewarded within your system by having a higher and stronger immune system, which plays into the fact that when you're living in those higher states, you gravitate towards things that are healthier for you, like your fruits, like your vegetables, like you know your juice plus, your oils, your whatever that mm-hmm. might be. But when you're in that negative place, you go for the junk, you go, you go for, for the, the crap. Mm-hmm. you need you more think, caffeine. You... Yeah. And you think this box of Twinkies, the bottom of it is going to be where your answer lies. Well, no, that's where, you know, 10,000 empty calories lies. <laughs> and sure. you feel crappy. And we've feel, all been there. Oh, we have. We absolutely have. Um, and I don't want to <clears throat> negate somebody that's in that season. But if you can take yourself from a state of extreme negativity and turn it around and go, you know what? I might not agree with what Hannah is talking about today, but it's working for her children and her children look happy. And because of that, I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And it just takes one little change at a time. For example, over um, a holiday party we went to last week, um, I brought a vegetable tray because then I knew that at least we would have something healthy there. Um, and my kids had a plate and they got to choose whatever they wanted and you know what they chose? And I'm not saying this is every time. No, not at all. We have real children here. (laughs) But my four-year-old, she picked peppers and tomatoes and cucumbers and apples and she goes, you know, takes her little plate over to the table and all the other moms were like, what did you drug her <laughs> to make her choose? And I put my finger up to my, her my mouth. I was like, shh, she doesn't know she this no isn't clue. normal. Yeah, she has no idea that. That's what yeah. she knows. And that's so when she was. comfortable. Right. That's what she sees mommy and daddy doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, it, it definitely was a proud mommy moment for me, but it, again, that's, that's not what they always choose, but I'm so thankful that. Right. Maybe those moms could see, like, it's okay for yeah. their kids to choose that too. Yeah. And I can guarantee your little girl probably went off and had a cookie later on. Sure. Because. Absolutely. Reality. Right? Because it's life it's and life. balance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that wasn't where she led. She didn't fill her plate with all the cookies and, and stuff and then go have a tiny carrot. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And you're right. Maybe that was a teaching moment for those other moms or other parents to go, oh, you know what? Hmm. I wish my kid would kind of eat a little, even just one extra carrot. You know, start with something small. So that's, that's exciting. I'm proud of you. Good oh, job. thanks. I know. I'll pat myself on the back yeah. even now. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know if it was me, but I try. So what motivates you? I mean, we know that your girls obviously are a motivator, and they should be, rightfully so. But what else? Um, what motivates me? Ooh, that's an interesting question. The haters. <laughs> um, I would say I have always been drawn to health and wellness, for sure. Um, I got my degree in recreation and health. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. And so um, I was a a senior finishing up my last semester when I decided, you know what, maybe I should have majored in health instead of recreation. And I was like, shoot, it's too late. Oh, yeah. No, you can always go back. No. No, thank (laughs) you. That ship has sailed. Okay, never mind. (laughs) But so I wish I would have majored in health because I think – that's obviously where my life has gone. Yeah. Um, but it has just always been an interest of mine. So motivation definitely is there. Um, food in general. I When I was in high school, I was watching cooking channels. Like I would just mm-hmm. binge watch hours and hours and hours of cooking channels, uh, shows. And so learning about food and all of that. I know it, sound, it makes me sound like such a nerd, but I don't care. I love no. it. And, um, it's just so interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and I've always been intrigued when people say, well, you know, my doctor says I should eat more healthy. I should eat more broccoli and cruciferous vegetables, 
but I really don't want to. Well, you're addicted to the refined sugar, let's be honest. <laughs> but what's interesting Mommy, is... What? Um, is it because we have popcorn? I don't care. Go ask Daddy. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, so what's interesting is... So what is interesting is when you look at the molecular structure of your cells when they are fed those fruits and those vegetables versus the cookies, the cakes, the pies, and how quickly that happens within your bloodstream. Like, it's not like it takes two or three days. It can literally take less than nine minutes to make a difference in the wow. cellular structure of your of your, um, of your body. Um, and if you look at what it does to just your overall health, of course we know that eating more fruits and vegetables is obviously healthier. But I think it's really interesting when people come up to you and they go, okay, I know I should be eating this way. And then you actually show them, well, here is what your red blood cell looks like and what your plasma looks like when you're eating fruits and vegetables. And here's what your red blood cells and plasma looks like when you ate a chicken sandwich or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's that visual. And I think I've always been intrigued by that aspect of, okay, I know I should eat this, but what is it actually doing, you know, at the, the core? What is it doing for my body and how is it benefiting me or not benefiting me? Um, so I was the nerd in school that was like, hmm, I'm going to sit here and watch. You're going to eat two brownies, a cookie, and a donut and you're going to eat a salad and maybe some cottage cheese. And then I would watch them as they went through class because they'd be in class with me together. I'd be like, you crashed and you're the one who ate the donut. And you are taking diligent notes and you're very on top of it. Like, I was that one. that I was a, a people watcher. Well, I was I also see a nerd. That. <laughs> we were both nerds in our own right. That's okay. <laughs> But yeah, I, you know, I, I probably will have to think about that a little bit about what motivates me. And I think that's probably a search of trying to find myself in that mom world yeah. of, of you know, your your kids take over your whole life. And then all of a sudden they grow up and you're like, oh, shoot, what do I, what do I do Who now? Who am I? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I think when I really dive deep into what I have always been interested in or what has always motivated me is is health and nutrition and, and recreation's kind of been a side yeah. thing for me. So I just love I don't know, the outdoors and hiking and yeah. biking and boats and all that good yeah. stuff. So how yeah. fun. Okay, so what do you what questions do you have for me? If any, you don't have to have any. No pressure, but um how do you get, what would you say your um, main focus in your business is right now? Oh, gosh. Um, it has shifted. Uh, for anybody who's new here, just go back about eight podcasts. And you'll figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> um, really, my focus has shifted. I've had a lot of people like you and like several other people, uh, friends, family, people I've never met before that ask how our family does what we do. How do we eat so healthy? How do we live? How do we thrive? You know, I was divorced and I'm remarried and we have this blended family. And what does that look like? And, you know, my, one of my kids just came in here wearing a Batman mask, like, welcome to my world, you know? Um, so my, my focus has definitely still being a mom. I will never not be a mom, but it's showing the world that you can be a mom and you can have a business and you can have these disruptions and it's okay. Oh, there's a laser gun in the background. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. You know? And so I've had, uh, different moms groups, um, and, and female, uh, church groups reach out to me and ask if I would come and speak, uh, to them about what I do because I have my kids in the background. I don't have a professional studio, Um, you know, there's some episodes of this podcast that you'll hear my dog bark and we sneeze and we are real human beings here. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. And that's really my focus is helping women to realize that just because you're a mom doesn't mean that that is it. You know, if you've had a dream or a vision, go for it. Mm -hmm. What, what is ultimately stopping you? Really? I mean, some people would say, oh, well, it's finances or it's 
you know, the fact that I have kids or I don't have a support system, all of that's not true. You are in the way of yourself. I mean, if there's, they say, if there's a will, there's a way, right? That's so, my husband's favorite quote. <laughs> if, if there's a will, there's a way. You know, I really wanted to start a podcast, so I dove deep into how do I do this? And I did months of research and then I started looking into, you know, what kind of equipment do we need? What do, how do I make this work? I could make it as complex or as basic as I wanted to. And I mm-hmm. said, you know what, let's just start with basic and go from there. And that's where we're at. And for those of you who do this as a profession, this probably sounds like crap, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's where I'm at. I love it. What would you say your main... Um like the podcast that you get the most inspiration from would be? Oh, that I listen to? Mm-hmm. Um, well, this may be a little unpopular. <laughs> um, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? I do not. Okay. First of all, you have to be okay with a lot of cursing. Okay. So don't have it on your iHome while your kids are at Earmuffs. home. Earmuffs. Earmuffs, <laughs> yes. Um, but he does... Sometimes they're real short, like, you know, 10 minutes or so podcast. Sometimes they're a little longer. But it is literally the most uh, point-blank chin-checking that you will ever have. Like, if you are ever having a down day and you're like, I feel like my business is stagnant, go pull up one of his podcasts and he will put you in your place so fast and make you realize that you're just, you're sitting on your next move, really. And so I really enjoy listening to him. Again, not when the kids... It's not on in the car. <laughs> I think I think he does have a clean version, but why? I mean, I like him as him. Yeah. And he's on every social media platform, too. Um, I mean, you can't not love Rachel Hollis. Yes. You know? Um, She's my jam, too. But I'm going to go old school, and we're going to go back to Oprah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, she is the queen for a reason. Um. You know what? I have not downloaded her podcast. There, there's, you should do the ones um, uh, Soul Saturday. Or no, is it Soul Saturday or Soul Sunday? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I listen to it every week. Um, but it is, it's really good. It's just, it's full of really, I say they're Oprah-isms, but they're Oprah-isms. You know, those moments where you're like, duh. I just, She's I love amazing. that. She's Oprah, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but if you are, <laughs> you are welcome in my home anytime. <laughs> also, all my girlfriends are going to come over because we love you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm an old school. You remember the days when, you know, Oprah was on, you know, in the afternoons and you would race home to watch it because you couldn't record it. We didn't yes. have that. You couldn't go backwards. So I, I used to sit and watch with a notebook. And I would try and write as fast as she would say certain things because they would resonate with me because I couldn't rewind. You know, now we can we can go back. and mm-hmm. um, Anyway, I love, I love that. So what about you? What do you listen to? Right now, I have been really into um, Rise, um, which is Rachel, Rachel Hollis, Hollis. Yeah. and then um, Rise which Together. Her husband has a new podcast. Or okay. maybe it's not new, but it has a, a, a series as well. Okay. So yeah. I listened to the, the couples podcast, which okay. is Rise Together. Together. Mm-hmm. Um, and my guilty pleasure has been, um, what is it called? Uh, Ear Hustle. Oh, I haven't heard so of that So this one. is, um, it is about life in prison. Oh, gosh. Oh, my. I know. But it has just been so interesting. And so when I just kind of want to escape from the world, I'll listen to this. And it's it's just episodes of life in prison and ways of life. And Really? I don't know. I feel like it just kind of humbles me, you know, to really figure out why these people are in prison. And, yeah, so it really has nothing. Yeah, and how you navigate that. And, yeah. And sometimes they are incredibly deep, and I have to stop and set it aside for a couple weeks and go back to it later. But, um, and, again, that one's definitely not one that I would ever have my kids listen to. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Again, earmuffs, children. Yes. And I'm really into financial peace as well. So I started off with Dave Ramsey. 
um, for a long time, probably a good year. Yeah. And then I went to, um, I'm on a Chris Hogan kick. I don't know if oh, you're familiar with him. Uh-uh. I actually met him at a conference. Well, look at you. Yes. I was an academic advisor for community college. and I'm going to write that down. Chris Hogan? Chris Hogan. Okay, I'm going to write it down. So he has two books, Retired, Retire Inspired. Oh, I think I've heard of that. So his, his podcast is The Chris Hogan Show. So they have been saving little money. And so that's what the book is about is what is, how did they make their money? Yeah, they're not the Kardashians. And these are the regular, like seriously, barbers and electricians and teachers and nurses that save up $100 here, Mm -hmm. $20 there. Mm Mm-hmm. Most of them don't inherit any money. Interesting. Yes. And it is just, yeah. So I've been listening to his podcast for uh, quite a while. and That's inspiring, too. It really is. Of just like anybody can. Anybody. Live the, li- the life that they want to. And you don't have to, and you know, you don't have to win the lottery. You right. literally just right. live intentionally. Yeah. So those are probably my main podcasts, I would say. Ooh, Chris Hogan, that. yeah is my go-to while I'm folding laundry. Because <laughs> I am a mom. <laughs> right. We do a lot of laundry. Yeah, I'm sure you I'm do sure. too. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> um, I will do your guys' laundry if you'll do ours because we have a ton. You I'm swap? sure you have more than I do. <laughs> laundry is the one thing that oh. I don't enjoy. My husband doesn't enjoy it. My kids don't enjoy it. So it just, it's a struggle in our house. It is mine too. Yes. Maybe you need to have an affirmation of I tackle the laundry every week. I should. You know what? With intentionality. I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, I feel like once I feel like I've made it to whatever that is, I will hire someone to only, I don't want them to clean my house. Amen. I don't want them to, you know, they're just going to do the laundry. That's it. I'll wash it, I'll dry it. I just need you to put it away. Like, I'll hire you to do that. <laughs> no, I want them to do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to let you go. It was so much fun chatting with you. I'm so glad that we got to catch up. And thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. All right, final plug. Where can we find you? Instagram, Facebook, Hannah Shaw or Hannah Bell Shaw. Okay, go check her out, guys. She's pretty cool. Thank you so much for tuning in today. One of my favorite things on this planet is to hear from you. I love when you pop into my inbox or social media and tell me how you manifested your dream. That inspires me, it motivates me, and it encourages me to keep sharing and doing all the things. I would be honored if you would click that little subscribe button, followed me on social media, or even emailed me directly. I hope today's show brought you joy, made you laugh, and helped you understand that no matter how you take action on your goal, it's going to be imperfect, but it's going to be beautiful, and it will be 100% yours.